Have you ever considered how you use the word but and what that really does to a sentence or phrase? We'll discuss a word's value, the word but, and that's just with one T, not two, and more on this edition of today's antidote. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, 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 do. Hey, Tom. Morning, Bob. How are you today? I'm good. I thought we were talking about butts with two T's. No, we probably couldn't get that by the discovery of the week. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Oh, we should get right at this. It's going to be a fun week. Yes, it will. This week, we're going to be talking about a word's value. And as I mentioned today, we're going to use the word but, just one T, B-U-T. So welcome to today's antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast, where we'll have a conversation around a topic, as I mentioned. And at the end of the show, we will share our one thing, the one thing that might help you move forward from where you are today, or that you can leverage in the future to help you get unstuck or unfrustrated and be able to take your next step along your own unique pathway to success. As we go through the conversation, we highly encourage you to share your comments, thoughts, or ideas, because we know the value that it will add to our show. And also at the end, if you have one thing, your antidote, that you'd like to show we share we encourage you to do that as well because we will respond whether you happen to post it whether you're watching us on facebook instagram twitter youtube or linkedin live linkedin live bob's favorite thing linkedin live we welcome you to share the comments there if you happen to be listening to the podcast sorry we know you can't make a comment you can tom i keep telling you you can totally comment you can comment you can't make a comment in the podcast. Okay, fair enough. Yes. What you can do, though, is go to our Ring of Renegades Facebook group and share it there. Because all week long, we'll be talking about a word's value and the different words that we discuss throughout the week. So we look forward to seeing you inside that group. Before we dive into our topic, though, like we do every day, we share our celebrations. Bob, what are you celebrating today? I'm celebrating yesterday's beautiful, beautiful weather. Weather. I was at a marina, at a outdoor bar, watching boats go up and down the CNO Canal, and people trying to bring their little boats in. And just there was a breeze. There were some beverages, I will confess, and um, it was just breathtaking. Like we we were there with a group of people, and some of us were just sitting there at one point. It's like, yeah. We should go do something else. And that was like, no, this is too nice to leave. And we were there for, got there around 11 and we were there till 4.30, I think. Just hanging out, enjoying a beautiful, beautiful day. Talking, had some new people involved. It's very nice. So I'm celebrating the beautiful weather, which made all that possible. How about you? So I'm going to celebrate, I think you'll appreciate this, the value of, not overly focusing on the things we can't control. 
<laughs> so, um, Tom's giving me a lesson early in the week. <laughs> I didn't say that. You can you can take it that way. So, on as you know, as I mentioned last week, I was fortunate enough to be assigned to do the first and second round NCAA Division Three women's lacrosse playoffs as an official. And so, when we get to the the facility, we have this discussion, and the lead official turns to me and says, Tom, you're on the table, correct? So there are three officials on the field. One of them ends up being the head official. And then there's one person on the table who manages substitutions, questions, things like that. Yeah. And in the app where we were assigned, it didn't mention who was on the table. So I assumed because I was scheduled for the field the second day that I was on the field the first day. And so when I, when they said that. And we figured out that that was the case based on, I guess, the way that it was set up. I was disappointed, to say the least. And yet, after a couple of minutes reaction, as is human nature, I was like, I don't control that. I'm just going to move forward, do the best I can in the role that I've been given. And I can wait and I can be on the field the next day. And as it turns out, the everything was fine. The next day went great. We just had a, a, a well-played game with not a lot of issues. Coaches weren't upset with too many things. I mean, there's always a thing here, here or there. And in some regards, it might have worked out to my favor. Don't say it. <laughs> to my favor that yeah. I was on the field the second day. And so uh, it really made me stop and think about I could have pouted the whole day easily. And there were times when it popped back up. And then there was times like, you know what? I can't do anything about it. It's out of my control. Move on. Take your next step and be prepared for the next day. And so I just think that that was for me. It just it's funny how you talk about these things and then situations arise. And and are you able to then do follow through with the things that you talk about. I love it. I love it. So Tom, let's get right into the topic. Today we're talking, so we've started a week. Nothing for our renegade. Go with me. Keep going. Okay. We've started a week of talking about word choices. Last week we talked about them kind of big picture. This week we're zeroing in on some words that you find um, not worthy of your vocabulary, if at all possible. How's that for a turn of I phrase? just find they have less value. Less value in certain which situations, which is a judgment, just so you know. In certain situations, okay. I understand that. And so today we're talking about the word "but," which is a interesting word and a word that I've been following my use of it in the last couple of months, and I use it a lot. And I used it. I wrote someone a really nice note about something, and then after four or five really nice things, I put the word "but" all in capital letters. And put three things that were the opposite. And this person said to me, you know, the top part of this note is very nice. The bottom of this note really negates it. I'm like, no, what do you mean? And she said, look at the one word. And it was the word, but in capital letters, I believe I may have even underlined it. So I am very sensitive to that word these days. 
can you see why hard not to use it like i i I will be shocked if i get through this program without using it without thinking at least once probably 30 times why do you think that is why do you think it's become so much a part of our vocabulary well i think it's just a transition word It, it, it often you use the word and in place of but all the time and it doesn't change the meaning I mean, it does change the meaning, right? It takes it from negation. The second one kind of says the first one doesn't matter. Whereas and it says the first one, the second one can exist together in some form. How's it? See, I did my homework. I I thought through this a lot. Excellent. I thought you'd like it. And I'm also trying to put words, excuse the pun, to the whole concept that we're trying to explore because I think it's otherwise it's very um, conceptual without without anything like you know I I love dinner but the eggs were overcooked okay so you didn't really love dinner, you know versus I love dinner and and the eggs were overcooked yeah now you're not making that judgment am I am I on the right path here I I, yeah well I think it's it's one of those things where we try to not be in disagreement, it's interesting in, in a similar way. Have you ever used the phrase, um, I don't disagree? <laughs> I have. And I started thinking about that because I got to a point, I was in a situation with a supervisor that I just had a hard time agreeing with. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I found myself often saying, I don't disagree. And later I was thinking about that. And I think it's it's similar. It's like, I don't really want to agree with you. And mm-hmm. I sort of agree with you. It makes some sense. And I think that the word but does that similarly. Is it's like, yeah, you know, I, I don't want to offend you by saying, when you ask how the meal was, it says, oh, the meal was great but the eggs were overcooked okay well the eggs were probably a significant part of the meal so you didn't really like the meal and i think that we oftentimes feel like if we throw in that that phrase it softens maybe what we are saying even if we said it the other way i really love the meat the eggs but dinner was just okay so like what's i don't know i'm trying to understand the value of that phrase outside of just trying to not have as significant an impact on someone else as we otherwise might i i you know you and i've talked about this a lot in the last two years two two and a half years it it's very hard to eliminate that word but from, I, I think it's a condition response. And, and I, I often will say, yeah, but when I'm having a discussion with someone, they'll tell me their point of view and they'll say, yeah, but I, I do it all the time. I don't even hear it anymore. It's, right. it's just, it's just like a shift from, oh, you're talking. Now it's my turn to talk. Yeah, but, and most of the time, the but in that isn't, I'm not even thinking of it as a but. 
it might be, I might be in complete agreement with the person. Except what you have just said is correct. You're not. The words I've used have not conveyed that. Absolutely. Correct. Which yeah. makes communication, as we discussed a lot last week, difficult. We used to correct. have a player, you know, I used to help coach some college basketball. And the point guard on the team, it was a women's team, the point guard on the team, anytime the head coach called them over to ask a question, practice, game, whatever, the immediate response, yeah, but. And as coaches, we kind of turned it into a one word, yeah, but. And really it's, I hear what you're saying and I don't agree. Let me tell you what I believe. And, and again, I just think that it puts such a disregard into the whatever the first part of the sentence is, or in that case, whatever you just shared. Like whatever you shared just doesn't really matter. Let me tell you what I believe or what's real for me. Right. Or I, and I think that I think that's the you get a really good point, I think, but really does take us to the place where I don't care what you think. You're you're. It's almost like you're not hearing me because I'm right. Yes. And I think and, also that, that, I mean, it can be used when you are describing your personal preferences about certain things. And I think it ha does have some value. I like this blue shirt, but I don't like white shirts. Okay. You're talking about yourself and you're sharing. You could also say, and I think. And that allow, I, I believe that if you do that, it allows you to more comfortably throw in and rather than, but I think it's just one of the, as you said, it's one of those words that we're conditioned to use for some reason. And I'm not sure why. Well, I not, think back in high school and middle school and college, when you had to write a paper and you had to go from the first paragraph to the second paragraph or the third paragraph, the easiest transition word was, but. And I can say that because I've graded thousands upon thousands of high school and college papers over my career. And that word, but started probably 40% of new paragraphs. And so I think we become conditioned at that point and it just continues and continues. So why would we ever choose to write that? I mean, that, the, so there had to be a condition before that, that, made people feel like that was the appropriate word to use at the time. Well, when, when you teach essay writing, you often talk about the pros and cons, right? If you're writing a, the traditional five paragraph essay, and now if someone's driving in their car and they're listening to this, they're, they're really thinking about hitting a bridge abutment because they don't want to think about five paragraph essay, but the five paragraph essay, you have your opening. You just you did your, it. Just saying what? You said you were going to use it once and not even know about it, and you just did. <laughs> well, I got 15 minutes in. I'm impressed. Nice job. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> Sorry. Continue with your thought. So I think when you write that five-paragraph essay, typically you have uh, the introductory paragraph, then you have a second, third paragraph that usually make the point. And then the fourth paragraph of that five paragraph essay is often where you dispute the arguments against. 
And so the way to make that transition from your second big point to your third point, where you're basically going to counter argue is the word, but, but critics will say, but opponents to this plan will argue. And then you explain why that argument doesn't hold water. And do you really need the, but no, in fact, I would often tell my students when we were doing, I had a habit with my students just way deep. Uh, when I was teaching writing that they would bring their paper, their beautiful, pristine, you know, ready to turn in paper and say, get a pen out. And we go through them and mark them up. And they would, and I would have them cross out any, but if, if it was a, but that they thought needed to stay in, they had to circle it and they had to explain why it needed to stay in. Otherwise it had to go. And we would, we would eliminate them at the start of almost every paragraph. Well, so I, I think, think that, I think we get indoctrinated into this at a very early age and it just becomes noise. I don't I don't think of that word. I used it three minutes ago and didn't even know it. And I would almost guarantee I'm not alone in the world. I, I know. I, I think that that so often we do that and it's not mm -hmm. a and this is not a judgment on people. It's just that that's the word choice that they have come up with. One of the things I think about, and we'll talk more about this tomorrow, is that it is a, it seems like a softer word than quote unquote right or wrong. Mm -hmm. So in, in regards, what you're saying is, you know, in that, let's say in your essay, <clears throat> this is what the writer says. When you use the word, but you're saying that's wrong let mm -hmm. me tell you what's right correct and we'll talk about more of that tomorrow i want to get too deep into that and i think that but just seems like a softer word mm -hmm. unless you have someone who is really carefully listening to what you say correct and, and in in our case like the case with the basketball player uh-oh tom froze on me that's not good well, I think what Tom was going to say is that they just, you know, they found a way to be funny about it because it was just silly um, that this person constantly said that. So I'm going to try to wrap things up. I think uh, my one thing today would be that we often don't think about the use of the word but nearly as much as we could or might if we wanted to have really effective communication tom i just rolled on right into my one thing so that's fine yeah i had a little power surge here or something happened so. oh wow you right you right for your one thing i am i am um because okay. because you know, you're a little fuzzy and i'm worried that you're going to disappear again i'm good what was okay. your one thing just so that i'm aware my one thing is that we don't typically think about the use of the word but to the level we might i certainly don't Okay. And I, I think that here's my one thing is going to be, I think this is one thing, is that just because I feel that way doesn't mean that others have to feel that way. And that they, because I, because I've chosen to try to take that out of the words that I use, doesn't mean others. Although if people know that that's the way I listen, mm -hmm. for more, for effective communication with me, it, it's helpful to know that so that if I'm sharing a thought or idea and someone says, wow, that's really interesting, Tom, but 
basically the way I'm hearing that is they're disregarding that mm-hmm. and moving on to share what's real for them, mm-hmm. which is okay. Cause I think I understand that, that sometimes people use those words and don't think as deeply about it as, as I have chosen to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that the word, so I'm not saying the word can't be used, shouldn't be used. I think it has, again, some value. And it's all the value that we decide to place on it. I just have chosen to reduce that value and try to use it less. Okay. I, I, all right. So I, we'd love to hear your thoughts on, on the word, but again, the word, but with one T, not two. Although probably if you say something about the word, but with two T's, I would imagine Bob would have a reaction to that and would share his thoughts and ideas. He might even say, I really like that, but that wasn't really what we were talking about. That sounds like me. So please feel free to share your thoughts and ideas and your one thing around uh, the word that we talked about, but or around a word's value. And if you have any things you'd like to share about how you place value on the words that you choose to use, we'd love to hear. So thanks very much for being a part of our show today. We look forward to seeing you inside our Ring of Renegades Facebook group, or we will see you tomorrow morning. Are we going seven or are we recording? Seven all week, please. All right, we're seven all week. It's going to be, you're going to have to be up early with us this week, 7 a.m. tomorrow morning, Eastern time. Have a great rest of your day. All right. And hey, embrace the renegading you. It's worth it. Start that week off with the embracing of your renegade you. You know, it was interesting. We jumped right through what we were celebrating with our sharing with our renegades to celebrate. And when you said that, I thought that you it was going to tie in somehow. And I don't remember the tie in. No, I just tried to gloss over it and move right on. Okay. This is our post-production meeting, folks, just so you know. <laughs> no, I just was curious. I want Maybe others were yeah. curious as well. Uh, so I just wanted to have some clarity around that. That's there it. you go. Okay. All right, everybody, go out and make it a great day. We will see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's Antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.